So, how's everyone doing today? Are all good? Good. So far, so good. It's a good day. Okay. Right. <laughs> Long day. Now it's nighttime here in Tokyo. So, if you can't see, that's actually the night sky. Just chilling in front of a oh, little hotel bar. Yeah. Mm hmm. See that? This is what we do on the international pods. See, this is how this is how we add a little spice to something different. So we got uh, my man Lois and uh, brother out there in Japan doing his thing, and I've got the beautiful Lianko who's joined with me here on the western side, or is it more east from you? I don't know, but we're here in the UK, anyways. We're repping it out as we go. All right. So, um, this is welcome to everybody who's listening now or just tuned in to officially the first high creativity podcast on my own. High Creativity YouTube channel. You can always go back and check from past episodes. Um, and I will do a little screen share for that so everybody knows exactly where they can find us. So let me just see where we are. So two secs. Or have they taken away the screen share now? No! It's a lie. Give me a sec. What? Don't worry, take your time. Nah, it's all good, man. Like, it's so been a minute since I've been back on this. Um, I've been in Tokyo now. This is... I'm working on my ninth year, so a couple more months I can be a permanent resident, and now I can be a citizen in the U.S. and come into Tokyo frequently without any issue. Hopefully, that's dope, super dope, and yeah. So just make that sure everyone knows amazing. that all of Asia ain't that way inclined. And yes, I say stupid stuff like that. No, you don't be, because to be honest, there's actually a lot of education that needs to happen out here. There's a lot of yeah. A lot of willful ignorance, sadly. So I'm always here trying to teach and make sure to explain to them. You can't just touch my hair without my permission. Oh, you have wow. to respect my space. You know, Do you don't like, like me stuff, coming at yeah. you like that. It's right. true. Or rubbing your skin, seeing if it comes off, Ooh, or asking if I lick right. you. Do you taste like chocolate or cocoa butter? <laughs> oh, that's happened to me before. Yeah. Like, Do you taste like chocolate? My no. favorite, yo, my no favorite, way. my favorite is my favorite. My kids come up to me and go, Mr. Pena. You smell like chocolate. <laughs> I'm like, what? Get away from me. But it is a cocoa butter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's having you know that cocoa butter shea bar. You know the place. It's so innocent. It is. Because for them, it's, it they don't know any kids, better. It's so innocent. Absolutely. No, that's true. No, they don't. But then we can, well, we can say safely can. that. Yeah, go on, Leon. Sorry, go on. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, no, no, no. What I was just going to try to say is like, I really, um, like, because obviously now that we've actually got a first black animation studio out, out in there in Japan as well. Yes. Um, yes. And also, we've seen that from the influence of hip hop and even soca culture, which is very big in yes. Japan. So yes. we do know there's a scene, there's a, the youth are very interested and I'm sure that they want a lot more interactions. However, as we, you know, know as people of lovers of the country and the art right, and the right, right, that right. they put out, we know that they're very, very stringent on old school principles, traditions, right, and right. you know, the way of the land is. But you can't yeah. you can't you can't you can't hate on it, man. For real. You no, can't hate on no. it. So who, uh, you know, they appreciate so. a lot and they try to and they try to, you know, pay homage to the to the crafts that and from the people that came before them. So that's one thing that they do. And, you know, you got to give them credit for that because they do pay attention to those little things, to those mm -hmm. little details, the, the slightest of things that make it unique to us. And they actually emulate it and, you know, respect it fully. But yeah. let's dive in. 
Yeah, so like I was saying for any previous episodes, if you want to, you just go to the I Am Hip Hop magazine, just type that in into YouTube. Um, obviously, oh, I have subscribed, or I should have, well, I'm not signed into my account, so that explains it. But <laughs> you can find the previous episodes of the High Creativity podcast on there. And then also we have the No Name podcast as well if you want to go back. Or if you prefer to, you can listen via Anchor and we're also on Spotify as well. Um, we've had a few problems still with Apple Music. I need to kind of figure that side of things out. But if not, then you're free to go and listen to back to some past conversations. We've interviewed some amazing people um, and we're still looking to continue on. Or if you want to just save yourself some time, you can just go to Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E and forward slash high creativity. And that'll send you a link to everything in order to get in contact and in touch with us as well or yeah. once again at the bottom of the screen you can go jump onto the website or at high creativity this is the site that we have at the moment there have been some major changes so it's not going to look like this by the time you guys probably will have a chance to check us out we're also rejigging some prices as well because you know we are still coming out of the COVID situation but this is also part of the conversation we're having here today and it's about right, how right. creatives can come out of this space and go into the beautiful world of NFTs. And that's why we're joined by the amazing Los. And yep. I believe it's you and your partner's um, NFT yes, gallery yes. as well. So let's, so we, we clear up the noise. Los, in the simplest yep. way possible, and then we'll dive in a bit deeper. What are NFTs? So an NFT in the simplest term is, first is an acronym. It stands for non-fungible token. So non fungible meaning that it's not tradable that it's one not like the other and it's a token so it, accru it accrues value over time so in essence we can both have cars but they can both have different values so they can be traded but you have to find that tradable value at some point so in essence it's uh, an opportunity to well I'm sorry it's an asset that grows over time well while the financial side grows as well and how would that benefit people as it's growing as still just explaining the principles of what an asset is um, and how that right. can benefit the artists as well and future for future buyers as well as the original artists. So unlike investing money where you only see money growing on money, here you can actually invest on art pieces or projects, um, art projects where people can, you know, support their favorite artists or support their favorite collectives. So now what happens is, is that you can purchase one art piece and that art piece is going to gain value because of its uniqueness. But then on top of that, you have on the background that it's working in what's called a blockchain. So a blockchain is a is the form of is the form of uh, currency that's being used in the in the metaverse, which is what is being referred to at the moment. Uh, mm. Where people can trade fiat value cash for a digital currency so now an nft can work in what is called the ethereum blockchain then there's other there's other blockchains such as Polkadot, such as bitcoin but that's its own its own world in and of itself so you have the bitcoin world you have the ethereum world where it can get a little bit confusing as to what is cryptocurrency and how does it work and is it something that we can trust in so um where was i going with this point i apologize but ultimately, it's it's valuable because it's not just you're making money on money. It's you can collect an art piece or a an idea and build on it. And people can purchase that idea or they can purchase that art or they can purchase that song. And they have a piece of history that's being that's going to live forever, because as long as the blockchain exists, your art form will live forever. 
you know. Okay, that's dope. That's dope. Still, so in the case of like he's the key thing that you did mention is yeah. that in the case of the stability, as we've seen the with recently with the Bitcoin, um, Bitcoin, and it like shot up, it's gone down, it's crashed. But I haven't heard the same thing just as yet mm -hmm. with the non-fungible tokens, as we know as NFTs. Um, and also there's been a lot of artists, like I believe Snoop Dogg's also putting his things together. Um, yeah. I believe it's the original yeah. creator of the source has also created a platform. Well. See, so this makes me ask right. another question because here on yours, we're featuring of digitalized art or digital right. art. So how, how can say, for instance, NFTs benefit people who create, I don't know, like dance videos, music, and other forms of digital media now unlike forms of digital That's a media, question. You, have, you actually have the ability of what's called a smart contract so now a smart contract is embedded into the nfts where you the creator have a infinite royalty for every time that piece that video is purchased and sold and resold etc cetera, etc cetera, for the end of time right so in essence if you have a um, crypto wallet and your child whom you've been selling your art for let's say the last five years and you've accumulated a good amount of cryptocurrency let's say 10 ethereum which right now one ethereum is valued at about four thousand us dollars or three thousand eight hundred mm. correct so now you have 10 of those so that means you're close to maybe half a million dollars in some way shape or form right or 50 million dollars so fifty thousand dollars i apologize my math is right. on the wall but the reality is is that if the value of the coin goes up, those 10 coins value now go increase as well. And again, conversely, if the value of the coin drops, like any currency, inflation and deflation occurs. So the beauty of NFTs over time is that art appreciates. Anything mm. appreciates. So even if I purchase, say, one of the art pieces, can you go, can you keep scrolling? See this one to the right now. The ones that they scroll one. up, uh, yes, that one. Can you click that one for me? Yep. Um, that's an artist that I'm familiar with here in Japan. His name is Karizna. Now, there's a scope as well. I ain't got a front, man. Like that whole Gundam graffiti sick. effect, man. That's that, right. that's well, mecha in art. Here's the beauty of this if you I download an application called Artivive, now you have an AR within yeah. that piece. So there's an AR aspect to this art piece. So, like any art is going to appreciate it. What is AR? So, uh, sorry, what is an AR? An AR is an augmented Sick. reality. So in essence, like if you have a, a pair of the what was okay. Google developing 10 years to 20 years too early, the Google glasses are now a concept that's going to be happening more frequently where you're going to start having wearable mm. technology where you can scroll through the Internet with a ring on your hand, where you can Isn't skip a like... track and come back on a track, put the volume up, put the volume right. down. And then you have glasses to be able to see augmented reality on basic 3d life where you have a tree but you can put an advertisement on that tree so long as you geotag it so it's a, it's an interesting world we're moving into now nfts is investing in art through cryptocurrency by allotting a price in ethereum a cryptocurrency or bitcoin or polka dot or uh any or uh what's the new tone um what's the token that uh elon musk was promoting dogecoin Oh, you know, what well, he, he promoted and then completely destroyed in one in one tweet. Promoted again, right? He just needs to stay off Twitter. That is all. As soon as he tweets anything, my friend lost fifteen thousand. Let's not. <laughs> right. 
that's some masochist behavior. That's all I'm saying. You, you're a genius. I'm gonna say it, but you're a masochist, bro. Reckless. <laughs> so the beauty of that is that even if the value appreciates on the currency, the value mm -hmm. on the time appreciates. So it's always gonna be a a counterbalance. So when one dips, one rises. So as right. the gets more popular, the value of that coin increases. And even if the value of the coin decrease, de uh, even if the physical value of the coin decreases, the value of the artist increases with the sales. So, in essence, what I heard for one for one cryptocurrency can now be multiplied depending on the popularity. That's so it's, it. It's, it's a very complicated scale of adjustment over time. But right, value goes to the artist because again, even with like I was saying with the smart contracts you will always receive a royalty on your artwork. So you can set it that you can receive 10% for the rest of the life of that piece. So say you have a, a $10, I buy it for, for 10, I sell it for 100 because I know the true value of it. But then that person who's a collector has such a vast and beautiful collection that he can sell his, that piece for 10 times more the price of that. But every time the sale happens, mm -hmm. artists get to royalty the first the first time he sells it they make 100 the second time that the person who owns it sells it they make 10 percent. so 10 percent of a thousand is a you know you, you do the math yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. ten thousand ten percent of this a million ten percent of a hundred million so it increases over time and then the royalties always come back to the artist that's dope because also you mentioned about the glasses because funny enough i've seen ray-ban advertising because that's why i thought it was quite interesting because google yeah because yeah, google a week they got massive hit back for what they were trying to do because obviously like you said it was, it was just too it was of, way too early and now right. ray-ban's mm. teamed up with facebook or aka um, meta or metaverse whatever they're calling themselves now right meta, um, meta. and now you can now meta, meta and then now okay, with ray-ban's yeah, I was I was half thinking it, but I'm I'm not gonna lie. Um, I was thinking about I saw my mom's face like oh, no, and I'm yeah. like, oh, no, yeah. I'm down for that, I'm down for that stuff because I'm all about technology. The older I wear just don't get it. <laughs> of course, it's like well, like Will, Will Smith. I'm just said it's like a technological age where everything is gonna move into a virtual lifestyle. I already said to her, right. if Wreck It Ralph turns up. I'm going simple as that virtual lifestyle. <laughs> is, that's what it's going to be. Like or like Ready Player One as well. as well. Yeah. Well, so... you know, I watched that the other day and I went, that's actually kind of sick. But that's kind of what we're moving into. No, this is exactly ready. right. Nice. But it's like the same ready, way man. Will Smith and right. Jazzy Jeff said, it's one of the first songs parents just don't understand. And that's just going to be something that continues that's on it, what I was saying. Um, but no, I'm definitely down for it. It's just because it's just Facebook. I'm just one of those because I'm trying to create my own creative community and platform in its own way as social media in its own sense, but just a little, just a bit safer, a bit more controls in places. Um, regardless, people don't know, but you shouldn't, but it's to protect, that's what high creativity is, it's about bring, bringing safe communities together where people can create and collaborate, sell what they've got to sell and then tie right. everything up in one bag. But right. it's still a, an amazing concept, but without us steering too far away. Now here comes the interesting thing as we were speaking about before we started recording. So, as for all the views, you can see in the background, that's one of my art pieces called Melly, which is also able to purchase on the website through clothing, print, or um, other bit, other um, other sources, forms of media, should we say. Um, but my thing then is, is like, so how does that licensing work? So if I was to put, I don't know, one of my high angel characters up, um, because I'm like, oh yeah, I've, you know, I think I want to turn this into an NFT and also create a three, 3D model of it, 
does that mean that once I've given the license over, I've now allowed that sale to happen? I can't use that through my other forms of selling. So how does the licensing work around that metric? That's interesting. So now, when you're creating, as a creator, you will, for, you will forever own that creation. No matter what people may say, you're the artist, you created it. Nobody can take away Mickey Mouse from, say, a Mr. Disney, mm -hmm. right? Nobody could ever take away Disney, that away from Disney, because that is his legacy. So now, even if somebody owns the licensing to it, which means that they can create and distribute that image, it doesn't mean that they own the entire image of itself. You're, you're renting, so to speak. You're leasing, hence the point licensing. But now, if you've given up creative, creative control, you've created, you've given up the copyright to it, you have to make sure you specify that in your, in your descriptions of your pieces. Because oh, now yeah. you're going to have to go into the, into the issue of, well, who created it? Who owns it? Now, this is where the smart contract comes back and helps you out as the creator. Once you create a piece, that piece will have a forever unique signature that'll carry the, that'll carry the test of time. So no matter who may own it, the reality is that you as a creator and the originator of that piece will always own that piece until you decide to sell it completely and you delete the contract off of the smart contract system. And now the smart contract is kept in in the uh in in the blockchain because every transaction every unique nft has a unique signature like a thumbprint nobody has the same thumbprint as somebody around the world so uh -huh. it's that same uniqueness that's attached to your nft so you'll always own your piece un unless you relegate it you give it to somebody who says i am selling the rights i am selling the the ip i am selling all of the use of this image to this person if that's not specified you will always retain, you will always retain ownership okay so then okay um you one key word here uh which i'm sure makes a lot of people feel a bit uh because it is a lot is contract so you've mentioned right. a smart contract yeah so if we were to go through your your gallery for instance mm -hmm. then is a smart do you have a like smart uh, contract template or how would someone actually put that together? Because to write a contract to make sure you're covering right. yourself and, and you know what, you'll know where I'm going with it. Yes, yes, yes. So the beauty of that is that all of the, the specificity of the word of the word of the wordage that's used in contracts has been taken care of by the website creator and CEO, uh, Sasha Bailey which actually you guys are from the UK. You might know his dad, uh, David Bailey, the photographer, very famous. Photographer. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. So he's yeah. been in the yeah, NFT yeah, yeah. world for quite a, you know, for the last six to seven years. And he's been doing, and he's been, you know, he's been one of the pioneers growing and learning while it, for, when it first started. Now, the one thing that he always wanted to do was protect the artists because a great deal of, galleries if you look at modern of if you look at current galleries in the current system they make 50 percent of the artwork that's sold and they didn't spend a moment creating it but they claim 50 percent because they have the client list quote unquote right but what what crypto does crypto art does and nfts does is that it puts the ownership back in the artist so 90 percent of any sale will always and forever be 
belong to that artist. Then 10% can either go to the website if that's how the website operates, or like if you have the gallery system in BAE, there's a percentage that is allotted, 1.5% is allotted to the website for operations. 8.5 is, devel is developed to the gallery owner who has paid all of the your NFT and minting fees. And then the other 90% goes to the artist. And then on secondary markets, you will receive 10% of those sales for the eternity of that piece. Right. So that's actually, that's quite dope because you've now covered another part, which I was going to ask is because one of the major deterrents for certain people maybe being able to get into the NFT, NFT market at the moment is the current right, right. cost of minting. So right. like most creatives, if and especially out through the pandemic, a lot of us are either being out of work or had issues with other jobs or so on and so forth. So we're, you right. know, our pennies are counting at this moment. So what would be the, so you're saying that your, this particular, your particular gallery, instead of actually us fronting the cash for the minting process is that the the actual creator or ceo is going to get 10 percent of which includes right. like your breakdown so what would be what's the benefit of say doing that through someone like yourself or maybe going to a bigger gallery and because there's so much already traffic mm. there just paying right. for the minting process exactly. other than supporting small businesses which i'm all about as you know but right, right. i'm just asking so, so as i mentioned the bae they make money in two different ways so for example, you can choose to mint by yourself where you're paying the gas fees, but you're also only paying $4 for minting on their site because initially BAE is a minting is a minting site, but it's making its way to becoming an open market where it can trade and, and trade in other currencies outside of Ethereum. So that's okay. at the moment, but it's changing over time in the next quarter. I think I believe in quarter, 20, quarter two of 2022, that's uh -huh. when... A lot of the major changes for it to become an open market is going to be happening for BAE. So here, if you wanted to create, like if you go to the create section, if you scroll up to the top of the of the page, there's a create button. And here it'll show you, you know, what is the, you know, how many pieces you're creating, what's the name of the piece, what price, what's the description, where you drop your art, where you drop your preview, and then how many fraction fractions of this piece you know are you going to fraction it off to be 100 pieces of one 10 pieces of one etc cetera, etc cetera. now in this process bae makes four uh you have to pay four dollars to mint and whatever gas fees may come along plus whatever percentage for the first sale after that uh four percent of the sale so it's two dollars and four percent that's what they collect sorry so it's two dollars to mint plus the gas fees and then four percent on on the initial sale after that, you make 10% off of any resale in secondary and tertiary markets. That's the, so, now, okay, yes. Yeah, so, now let me explain yeah, the gallery side. There's a little bit more. Can you scroll down and click the gallery? On the right, yes. Now scroll down to UKD. It's called Uncut Diamond. So this is the gallery that I'm managing with my girlfriend, my partner. And here we have actually a good collective of artists of spanning the globe. We have people from Europe, people from New York, people from Hong Kong, uh, people who are based in Tokyo that are from Europe, people who are based in, the, from at, based in Tokyo from Atlanta. So as you can see, some of the artists here, you know, you have Jorgen Axelval, you have Stephen Daly Art, who actually does a lot of great, great work. And he's very recognized in the NFT world at the moment. Um, you have some sound artist called Gil Kuno, who is from the LA, based in LA and, and Tokyo. So they're doing amazing mm. art. And now the difference here is if you scroll up to the top, you see where it says uh, royalties right there. 
Now here, the way this is broken down is a smart contract was created and I, as the gallery owner, have already paid your majority of your of your minting costs. Oh, so the cost that will happen was is me to whitelist you as an artist. So if I whitelist you, as you can see, there's eight artists in the group right now, right? You can click that and it'll show you all eight artists. So now these are all the artists that are featured here on Uncut Diamond. Now all these artists I have to whitelist, which means I have to pay gas fees on to get them to be added to my app. Once they're added to my gallery, they can mint for free for the rest of their life. Oh, the, wow. The only Where thing do I sign her? <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't want to influx. We want the best of the best, but she definitely is. But, right, yeah, right, but right, still right. gone lost. <laughs> and the beauty of it is that, you know, you sign up and they can mint for free. And the cost is actually put onto the gallery owner. And it, and the, we are the BAE is actually one of the only sites that has their galleries having for mint, minting for free. No other website has that. Yeah, because that's what I was going to say. Because every other, especially the major ones, you mm, and up to $50, which is still about uh, upwards of 30, 30 pounds plus here in the UK. So just to give yeah. you know, our international now, I heads to give you one that would help with people, it's called Etherscan. Now, Etherscan is where you're getting all of your information. Now, I think it's etherscan.io. And there you can convert what the current value of Ethereum or Bitcoin is to US dollar or UK pound or European euro. You know, this is a very important site because this is where all of the transactions are being monitored. And here you can see who are the biggest vendors, who are who are the biggest buyers, who are the biggest sellers. This breaks down everything that's happening on the blockchain. All right. So here. Oh, sick. I'll send you the links for Etherscan for the gas tracker, which is it's called Gwei, G-W-E-I. And that is the currency or the, the ticker for the gas prices. So gas prices actually uh -huh. sometimes push, you know, pieces to cost more, to be more expensive, less expensive. And that's all based off of use at every given second. So the more people using the blockchain, the more expensive it gets. So if traffic gets expensive, you know, it it fluctuates now the beauty about crypto is that it's self-correcting now this is where if something gets too good we want it to stop because we don't want it to start falling really hard so what happens okay. once there's a big rise there'll be a big collapse so that people have a chance to collect themselves and not get too far ahead where it's a big drop where they can't recover so that's the beauty uh. of crypto it plateau and then it balances off and loses you know slowly and, you know, people have been actually very good at predicting, like, there's a, there was a, a chart at the beginning of this year that was, sorry, in July, it was released in July. And every month since then, Bitcoin has gone up in accordance to that chart. Now, whoever right. that person, they considered a lot of things going into it, especially with the order uh, closings and so on and so forth. So overall... Mm -hmm. It was well, you know, well calculated. But again, it's always self-correcting. It'll never go high too quickly where it can drop off very quickly. So it'll go up very fast and then it'll plateau because they always want it always wants to correct itself. And then when it goes high, it goes low mm. to give other people a chance to get back on, which is, you know, unlike oh, that's the, how it works. You know, where it doesn't it doesn't give you the benefit of a stock market where it's this you can only buy in at this point. It doesn't give you a chance to buy at lower. But it's always right. 
you look at a at a crypto chart, you're always gonna see high peaks, low valleys, high peaks, low valleys. But whenever it goes down, it's best to, you best be sure it's gonna go back up. Because again, supply and demand. If something is low, people are gonna start demanding, 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 causing the price to go up. And then when it gets to the highest point, people are gonna be like, Well, all right, I'm comfortable at this point. I'm gonna start selling, 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 drops the prices back down. So it's it's very responsive to the human condition. Let's just say. Mm. Yeah, so impulses and taking over that impulse kind of um, that vibe of things. So, okay, that's really interesting. And it's got a bit reassuring as well. And also it's great to know that the, um, and also for everyone, I'll be adding the links in the description. Um, and so you guys can click and click yes, away yes, as well. Yes, yes. Um, so yes, yeah, so in the case of your blockchain art exchange, that's absolutely, you know, amazing. Congratulations on you and um, with thank the you, partner of the Uncut Diamond side of things. And also in that process, but for everyone who's listening, things you can just flood him. Please know that uh, my guy's got taste, so we ain't just gonna I, go um, jump into that. I'll give a quick plug to to the artist. Just give you a quick heads up. So Scott Popular, he is an indie game uh, creator. He's making a video game called Ninja Man. So now, if you click where it cool. says My Bay, it'll show you. It's a little drop down menu right here where it says right here on the bottom, right there. Now it says Uncut uh -huh. Diamond. Click Uncut Diamond, and it'll bring you to the art artist, to our art page. But it'll give you the art that he has there. Now, this is a series of 50. So a lot of times you'll see a lot of projects where they do a 50, 100, 10,000 pieces. Now, mm. some of them are called generative pieces, which means that it is a single item that has different variations and has different uniqueness. So, like, for example, right okay. now you have five uh, unique little ninja mans, right? Mm-hmm. So they all have their own title, but they're one of 50. But now the added advantage of it, let's just click any one of them. Click any one of the little ninja mans. Um, in the description, it'll tell you that it has one of 50, but five, uh, five out of the 50 pieces are actually moving pieces. So we, you wouldn't know which was the moving piece based off of the still image. However, there's, there's a rarity that's only five of the 50. Oh, wow. Okay, so hold on, hold on. But just before, because I think some people might have skipped a beat with that, because I know I almost did. So what you're just trying to say, you've basically, in effect, created like a, old, like a trading card version right. of an NFT where you don't know if you're going to get a shiny, especially, or basically one well, of those sick. will actually be that's like a move, oh an actual physical moving image, but you won't yeah. know unless you go and in, go into the lucky bag. As I say, if you right. don't, if you don't, if you don't put in, you ain't going to win. Right, exactly. So here's That's the tennis good. Ball, where you put the coin in and you twist the little knob. And yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah. This is the same concept. So we're rolling out five every week for the next 10 weeks. So, and there's only going to be five moving pieces out of the 50. Bro, you've now just started me started to think about some of my art pieces because I'm starting to get into learn how to animate them. But to know right, that right, I can right. do that. Is, so even so, um, okay. So even if you got the moving pieces, is there another way of, say, for instance, like I just said, like having a shiny version? So I have like one color version, but there's a right, chance right. that you'll come across like a completely unique colored version of said NFT. So is right. that possible as well? So like, if somebody, if you're saying if somebody's like, uh, ripping like it might be artwork. Like no, 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 no. So say like I've got the brown version of um High Angel. Right, I just right. haven't got um all of them up here at the moment. In fact, the gallery might not be yeah so for instance yeah let's just do that instead so just jump right, over right. to the gallery on this side 
excuse everyone like i said there's been a lot of changes that's been made so yeah so say for instance i've got this version of high angel right um with the airplane but then i make a one that's all pink and it's got green wings can i add that as being a one of the unique um like i don't know five out of whatever that that could be that so i I can add those elements as as well thank you very much so the what you could do is once you create your pieces um there are so many there are a ton of different programs out there that can actually uh you can create what's called uh uh logic designs where you create the logic where you create the logic of saying okay i want to have let's say this cat has paws up or paws down Uh so now you can create the uniqueness that the logic truth in that creation of that in that generation is that 50% 50% of the pieces can have paws up or paws down, but you can only have 10% uh, rarity where one paw is up or two paws are up. So what that oh. does is it, now you can generate 100 pieces, you can generate 1,000 pieces. The 10% rule, you know, the logic rule will always be, the logical rule will always be in play. So that only 10% of the time, both paws are up or down. So now that creates a rarity within that generative project. So okay. a good example of this would be CryptoPunks. Now, CryptoPunks created 10,000 unique avatars eight in 8-bit avatars where, you know, 500 of them have glasses, 500 of them have a beard, 100 of them have a cigarette or a cigar or a hat. You know, it. they created all of these logical rules to create this one... 8-bit character to have 10,000 variations. So now those 10,000 variations get mixed where it has glasses, cool glasses, funky glasses, weird glasses, has Ooh. trim beard, funky beard, bushy beard. Now you have all of these logical rules that you've put into play that it can only make 10% of this, 5% of that, 15% of that, and then it generates whatever it is, the image that you're using to generate. Okay. Well, I have a question around that because like you said, it's in a sense of the logic. So that how, because you said there's different software. So what we'll we'll do is um, after the pod, just send me through some links and such, maybe some articles, and then I'll add that into the description for everyone as well. So I think that'll be a very helpful tool. But the thing is, is how much coding is then involved in that? Or does a a software do that itself because that's what it's built for? Some sites have the software built into it. And I believe that others don't. It all depends right. on depends on which one you use. Um, I'll obviously provide you with one that already has a software built in, where it can give you where it can just generate it out for you, where you can Perfect. add it, and it'll change your Ooh. background, your hues. It'll change your, you know, uh, hats or mm-hmm. vests or things like that. And then you can also update your own art where it says, you know, it has this, it has that, and it, and you have your own art working within the art with the logical rules. So you once you start getting more advanced into it, obviously you can start. You know, once you know the rules, you can start bending the rules. You know, uh-huh. kind you of matrix. Rules. Right. You know, it's about matrix. It's about understanding is something there or not there. Can you bend it to your will? So, hmm. you know, and we are in sort of a matrix sort of world where you're starting to interact physical body with digital world. So that was one of the artists, like I said. The, uh, Scott Popular again, Atlanta, uh, Atlanta, Tokyo. He's been in 
in the video game world for a bit here in Tokyo, helping out with, you know, the Tokyo News Show and all that stuff. Then if you keep scroll down, you have another artist. Uh, his called, uh, that's Gil Kuno. So that's a sound piece, actually. So if you click that, there's like a humming sound. And this is based off of a Japanese card game called Karita. So that's a moving image, right? This that is dope. I'm gonna lie. When you first showed this to me, I was like, yeah, this is hard. This is the type of stuff that it's I want to kind of also get into as well. Like, I'm not even going to front. But, you know, we just don't know where to kind of begin. Unfortunately, the sound won't come from my headphones. But but there's a, there's a light hum. So he's a sound artist who has done amazing things. Like, he did this uh, one project. Oh, I can hear that. Once he did one uh, string. One string guitars. And they all... And, it's the, and he had seven different play, people playing the same note or the same string. And he made a tower and there was 12, sorry, 18 or 20 different people playing different, the same uh, three or four different chords. So it was the most complex sequencing on a single chord. And I think it broke a record or something like that. And he has a whole video for it. I, I'll send you a video for that where you can see that project because it's amazing. Yeah, he also yeah. has a like sound ping pong table. And it's like, cool. You know, it picks up the sound from the ball bouncing and then it generates a certain echo based off of the different bounces and where it falls on. The, it's amazing. This guy's a genius. You know, and that's the Yeah, it's like for it's real, for real. Right. I can see you doing this, Jay. Jay, I can see you doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I need to just, I need to just have, just having fun with just being able to explore. And I think that's, Right. Um, because like as most people know, like I'm just playing catch up for all the art you've seen. I've been doing this for well over 15, possibly 20 years. So now it's just all coming to head, Ooh. you know, once again in the case of the sense of the pandemic. So now I might right. I've even got a line that I'm thinking of making called uh, what I'm gonna make called psychedelic academy. So stuff like this would actually fit perfectly within that whole spectrum of everything, yeah. basically. But no, that's dope. Okay, so that's that's great and you've answered quite a lot of questions on that basis so where would one set up a, um, a crypto i'm guessing you're going to need a crypto wallet crypto wallet yes and also how do you jump in if you don't can you mint without you're having say a theory? there's oh, a she, there's she knows, oh you she know knows. she knows she knows um so that's the one yeah. for iphone wasn't it the metamask yeah. and then uh, what yes. is it? I would suggest mm. if you're using iphone I would suggest you use MetaMask, and if you're using an Android, I would suggest that you use Trust Wallet. Now, advantages of it is that the MetaMask was oh. created within the iOS programming, so that's why it's more compatible and it has less less glitches on your iPhone. Also, if you're using an Android, right? Pretty, they're pretty good with their with their programming. Sorry, I could help myself. That was, too, Android, that was too fun. <laughs> if you're using Android and go to Trust Wallet. Trust Wallet was created with the same technology that they use on um, on Android coding. So they're more compatible. They're better suited for each other. So that's why we would recommend the two, um, one over the other for both of them. Okay. Now, if you don't mind having a little bit of, you know, glitching here and there from the iPhone compatibility with the Trust Wallet. Um, Trust Wallet gives you a little bit added tools where you can actually analyze the market, study the market. You can look at charts and see how how Ethereum and other cryptocurrencies are flowing. Because again, if your best friend, like any stockbroker or any financial advisor, being able to pay attention to the charts is the, probably the best advice I can give you. Because if you can learn how to see the, if you can see trends happening, you can get out ahead early or buy in before it's too late. Okay. You, okay. Right. 
so how does it so how in a sense does it work so obviously we can actually download it's pretty these straightforward apps. it's straightforward you can actually do it on your phone um once you go into the download aspect it'll come on to if if you're on your computer it will give you you can use a uh widget or an extension off of your uh chrome browser or you can use an extension from your uh brave browser now i recommend brave because you can actually earn uh some you can earn some crypto by browsing on brave so for those of you who are not sure how that works but every time you log on to a site and you're on a certain time an amount of time you're actually mining crypto believe it or not by just being online and that's using brave browser <laughs> if you guys haven't interesting. heard interesting no so giving you a little oh, yeah, cause, yeah cuz i use i use I use Opera at the moment, and you can actually link your crypto wallets yeah, um, you to your actual thing. But I'm not sure if you're earning. No, no, no. no. I'm using um, Opera at the moment, but I'm happy to shift over to Brave if um, once but, I've got my crypto wallet set up. So the beauty about Brave is that you can actually collect BAT, uh, which I forget what the acronym for BAT stands for. But if you can click, I think there's something that explains what BAT is. Um, which is a form of cryptocurrency created by Brave uh, browser. And every time you go on a website that you're, that you're scrolling, browsing the internet, you're actually earning uh, BAT, and then you can always trade BAT for either uh, cryptocurrency, another cryptocurrency, or you can transfer it out. Because, and that's yeah, so you have your wallet, right? Yeah, so as I said, what is BAT and how do I earn it? So BAT is short for basic attention token. <laughs> Bro, that's so offensive. I don't care what you look, what were you looking basic. at? Yo, basic attention token. Yo, you basic and your attention you know is basic too. <laughs> you're basic. You're going to get some money for it. Your attention yes. is, oh, wow. Right, that's brief. I've got to say, that's, that's that works on so many levels. It's so offensive, but so beautifully done. So BAT is a crypto asset and a key, but um, totally optional part of the Brave Rewards um, ecosystem. And here is right. how it works. Right, right, Brave right. Rewards gives you the option to view first party privacy protection ads whilst you browse. These ads are from Brave Private Ads Network. If you choose to view them, you earn BAT via the Brave Rewards program, and then the rest is there. So um, right. anyone who's watching, you can obviously read the rest, but that's brave.com. Right. And I have seen this come up a few times as well, but that's... um. That's a good yes. shout, and then so, okay. it tells you, and it gives you a little bit of information on how to on how to earn it, and so on and so forth. Just want to give yeah. you a quick heads up: my battery is die, is running really low, and I hate to cut this conversation short. I really want to do this no, again. That's fine. I really no, that's fine. I mean, you've covered you covered pretty much all of the major parts as well. Thank um, you. I've learned so much. Oh, this and... is something to show you guys. This is super cool. So crypto voxels are probably one of the dopest places that you can go online. You can actually pair your your um your crypto wallet to it and you can actually buy crypto jewelry you can buy crypto fashion and you can have there's gallery spaces there's um events hosted on crypto voxels so you're literally in a digital world exploring art so there's uh there was a project that i was part of it's called the lowbrow theory and they're a collective that you can find them on clubhouse uh and they're a collective of artists graphic designers um aerosol artists writers taggers like amazing freaking artists that have been in the in the art world since the 90s uh one of our artists actually stephen daly uh, uh uh he is he's one of the uh curators for that for that site and one of the uh operators for lowbrow theories and some of his art he has key to the city if you go on my beat my bae dot uh io 
forward slash gallery forward slash capital UKD. That looks um, sick. Um, he yeah, actually, so is it my, what is it again? Sorry. Um, if you go to the mybay.io gallery. How, I'm sorry, is it M-B-I-B did you say? My mybay.io forward slash gallery. Right, and then you'll go to is it loading? Oh no, white screen. Sorry, it's just loading. It's loading. No worries. There we go. Um so now scroll down. Scroll down to you uh uncut diamond again. I apologize. And go to page four. Now page four. Where you'll see one is called key to the city and the one that's valued oh yeah 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 you got one ethereum go to that one the one that's uh value that one ethereum next to forever true that is amazing we're about forever true but i, I can yeah, that is a nice oh forever true okay yeah yeah, yeah. i so love the... On key to the city, just click that one. Key to the city. Oh. Sorry, I lost him. Yeah, I think that's he's gone. So no, that's cool. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, so that was um loss. Um, we'll definitely have a lot more information. We'll cover a few more subjects surrounding NFTs coming to you soon. Um, but otherwise, look out for this lovely lady's Chico Arts, um, and all of her pieces coming hey. along to digital sides as well. Um, oh, we might have him back temporarily very soon. Yes. Oh yeah, it will be. So yeah. Soon about regarding getting the prints up and getting work on your website. Yeah, no, that's cool, because your mic's breaking up bad, um, really badly. I was just wrapping this all up anyway. So we'll just send me the links through. Um, I'll add that all to the bottom of this, and also if you want to listen to it on um through Spotify or the other kind of podcast if you just want to listen to the conversation it's probably a bit helpful to see the visuals um but yeah but like you like um, Yanko was saying so the Chico's Arts will be featured as one of my partners on my site of highcreativity.net that's going to be happening soon so you'll be able to buy t-shirts posters so and so forth but you'll also start seeing her art digitally as well as your NFT so you can de decorate your galleries and feel proud to own a piece of history um and I'm going to be doing the same just um making sure I keep up with everyone so yeah this is the first official pod as I said before for the high creativity youtube page itself and hey. obviously there's going to be more but i know it's the end of the year i left you guys for a few months just sorting things out but we're doing this for the good bits as well other than that peace love and all that good stuff one reese's pieces